Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the CJJC Show. Embrace the controversy. Stay for the biased takes. Well, the NBA play-in is here to wrap up the season, as the Wolves are fighting not only each other, but actual walls. We got NBA playoff predictions, and Colby sends out his last NBA tiers list. Sit back, let out a rant, and enjoy the show. Punching walls, man? Really? All right, Jalen, we're back here on a Monday night. Crazy after a crazy final day of the NBA season yesterday with all sorts of madness. And your Timberwolves found themselves uh, on national TV today all over the place, which they do not usually. So that was interesting. We'll get to all of that good drama in a bit. How are you doing, sir? Doing pretty good. Uh, My hand, it's a little, it stings a little bit still from yesterday from experiencing all the drama not gonna lie folks it was a good day uh i went to the rockies game they won that game so you know coming off an amazing amazing high and then just to turn on the tv and then just see the wolf plastered everywhere and i'm like huh this is unusual (laughs) this is unusual (laughs) um you know I, i just checked my phone i was like we won the game so what what happened well, folks, well, folks, Colby, I think you have probably way more details to go into, but wow, uh, it, it is, it was, I just saw one, <laughs> I saw just the, everyone's reactions and I, my favorite one was definitely calling the Wolves just a hard, just Wolves fan base cursed. That one's always a good one. And uh, idiocy, I think is the common one. The common theme is of dumb and idiots is having, that word has been tossed around a lot in recent recent shows that i've been watching so uh yeah cole what do you what do you let's go ahead and break it go ahead and break it down what happened man this is this is rough yeah we're gonna start with the wolves i was gonna say we can we can hit i was gonna think maybe just start with obj and then go all basketball but yeah the wolves is the biggest story so that was crazy um i mean it just the biggest takeaway i had from it i mean overall it just shows the like People just do not like Rudy Gobert, man. <laughs> like, no one likes him. Everyone dislikes him that has played on teams with him. It feels bad. Um, and, yeah, of course, is that the dumbest trade in NBA history? It's certainly going to be in the all-time conversation um, already. Uh, yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. He's suspended for the play-in game now, most important game of the season. is crazy. I didn't think they'd actually suspend him. Uh, yeah, the I think honestly the more significant thing is that uh Jalen Jaden McDaniels bro- punched a wall in rage and broke his hand and is now out for the playoffs. Best wing defender, honestly, like of all the like from ranking like the roster pieces on the Timberwolves, I would probably have value him almost like the second most other than Ant Man, just because he's young and he's such a good defender on the wing. Um, maybe not, yeah. over, but like so yeah, I'm sorry, man. Yeah. It's, they won, but at what cost? Like. He got the eight, but I couldn't believe that, man. That was crazy. You couldn't believe it. I was like, man, yeah, like you said, at what cost? Like, we, like, I, I mean, everyone's today saying, well, the Wolves played better without Gobert. So it, it could be an interesting thing. But against the Lakers, this is my, th- my thinking. I think it's not the end of the world. You know, we'll go into that later. But um, yeah, it, it, it is just. Poor timing 
pure it, it, like literally like you said colby hitting or punching a wall it's just it just spells dumb and everything and the trade like you said is starting to look like the worst trade of all time spells dumb and it's just i'm getting choked up here folks it is just uh it's just rough it is rough as a wolf fan at times you know and that you have to be a delusional fan just to have fun in this league and uh Worst thing is you got these snotty one seers, you know, thinking that they're contenders when they're actually struggling as well. So not messing with you, Colby. I'm just being I'm just attacking for no reason at this point. No, you're good. I mean, yeah. I, I'll be honest with you. Like I've been completely upfront. Like I'm definitely rooting against you t- tomorrow night because I do not want to play the Lakers, but much rather play the Timberwolves, no disrespect, or uh, the Pelicans or even the Thunder. So I'm going to be rooting against you, but then I'll be rooting for you to get the eighth seed. I want it just for the content. Like, come on, we got to have Nuggets and Wolves first round. That would be so fun for me, especially. Exactly. Exactly. And- no, I'm going to have fun. You know, I'll still have my fun. I think we'll be fine. I think we'll make it interesting. Hopefully. No, that'll get a game from us. This division rivals. They play, these teams know each other. Y'all will probably get lucky and still one. I think two, but yeah. <laughs> enough for me to have a chance to get a ticket that's that, that's all i ask enough for me to be like all right denver's coming back for game five so that or, or you know i would like to see okay, the no. six but seven i think i really do believe in a seven when we're talking about that but like i said we'll get into that one later okay all right that's gonna be a fun yeah so that playing game's gonna be fascinating it's a tough spot for the wolves um man last thing i'll say like tim conley feels bad that he made that trade because, like, I thought that was, like, a – I was so upset when we lost him because he literally did draft, like, our whole core, our whole team. But that's the thing. He's never really been that good at trades, even when he was running the Nuggets. Like, it's not like he ever made any crazy good – his best trade, he probably was, like, the one he got Will Barton. It, it wasn't exactly, like, killing it in the trade game. It was more drafting. <laughs> so that's why I was so surprised when he just gave up all that from Gobert. I was like, why would he do that? Like, his thing is literally that he's just really good at – has a good, great eye for talent and like drafts really well. Not that he makes splashy trades for Rudy Gobert for some reason. <laughs> yeah, that that trade is like you said. It's highlighted and it's starting to be, and it, it doesn't help that the team just hasn't really gone to the point where they wanted to be. You know, they didn't reach those goals that I wanted. Remember, I wanted them to be at least a six seed, a nice contending four seed, maybe even. You know, one of the topper teams that we don't have to worry about in the West. They did, They blew it. They blew it. They had that six seed opportunity. They blew it. They had Cat back. They were on a three game win streak, and then what they do? They blew it. So it's rough. It, it really is rough, man. I, the, the Wolves are just a tough watch at times, but now they got the Lakers on a prime time spot. Who knows? Oh. Who knows? I think thing- I know. All the pressure feels like is on the Lakers in this game, if nothing else. No one's expecting y'all to win. So you got at least that motivation that maybe Ant-Man can go crazy. It's going to be tough, though. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, a lot to look forward to with the NBA. This is going to be such a fun playoffs. Um, okay. So I figure we can circle back to just hit on Odell, the only NFL story today. He ended up signing with the Ravens. Um big year a lot of pretty a lot of money but it's only one year deal um so 
that's really the only NFL news we have, and then we'll go all basketball rest of the way. Um, I mean, I like it for Odell, obviously. Like, he's going to have a key role, and he's going to, like, get that money. I Does this mean, like, I think it increases their chances of having Lamar Jackson? I'll say that. Um, but I also don't think that guarantees that they'll have him. What are your thoughts on the signing? Do you think so? I don't. At first, I'm like, I, I, I just, I don't know, man. I mean, Odell's an older receiver; he's a vet, so he would bring. Some, he's going to bring some sort of presence into that locker room. So I think, in that essence, yeah, bringing in Odell just in general for them would be nice, and just the fact that you know we're all just now have to assume that Lamar's going back to the Ravens because of this move. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I like, I really don't think this is, it's over yet, you know, but it could be, you know, so maybe, maybe it is enough. Maybe. And if it is, that's wild because I don't think it is. So, and you know, it's a 15, what, 13, some 13 to 15 million deal for a year. It, it's going to be interesting. I, I can tell you that much because now you got Lamar. What's going to happen is what? What if they get D Hop? Somebody says now they got, would Lamar come back now even on the tag? You know, would he just take the tag now and just run with it with these receiver core? You know, so yeah. I mean, I still don't think like he's playing on the tag if he has Odell or not. Is it like it's a great pick? It does improve their team like marginally, but it doesn't really like strike fear in my heart. I still don't think the Ravens are going to be good next year if they have Lamar or not even if they have Lamar I think they're going to regress just because there's no way they're going to go from having all this drama to everything just being seamless like that stuff does it's always never fails so when you have all this drama and craziness in the offseason usually your season doesn't go according to plan ask the Cardinals about how that went uh, this past season (laughs) so like yeah didn't help uh, that they had hard knocks too mid-season it's yeah, like I still don't think it's a guarantee. I do think it is more likely that he's there, like you said, um, with them improving his weapons. But I don't think this is like by any means a game changer. And Odell's gonna be real upset if by something happens, Lamar doesn't end up coming back, and then he's just stuck with like Sam Howell or like some dude off the street or something, <laughs> or rookie. I mean, Odell is gonna be, you know. Someone said his best friend right now at the moment is technically Huntley. You know, it's it's technically quarterback Tyler Huntley. Yeah, the Pro Bowl quarterback Tyler Huntley. That's his best friend right now, technically. And uh, with this deal, makes sense. You know, Tyler Huntley. He's uh, still on that. What he's on? What kind of contract is it? A rookie or like a backup? I think he's still on a rookie contract. Probably he's pretty young. There you go. I was thinking rookie as well. He might be on a rookie backup deal. Not sure, but yeah. so, you know, you get Pro Bowl quarterback Tyler Huntley, a weapon, it seems like, in the wide receiving group. And uh, you have already a great pass-catching tight end in Mark Andrews. So, with this veteran presence, too, maybe, just maybe, Odell can show some things to the young receivers to start giving them some shine. I think that's, like, the ultimate goal here for the Ravens. And that's despite who's that quarterback. But, of course, all this drama is still around their quarterback. Colby, I don't know. I think it's a little too early to be saying that they're not going to be as good in everything. I still think if they got all the star power and the defense is how the defense has been, I think they're still going to be the Ravens. I still think they're going to be the Ravens and still be, you know, scrapping by for the playoffs. I mean, they'll probably be like in the hunt, but I don't think they're like 
going to be anywhere near the top. Like I, I think the steel. I've said I'm. I feel very good that the Steelers will be better than Baltimore next year, Lamar Jackson or not. Like this, this does not change that one bit for me. This is obviously super biased perspective here, but, um, like I mean they'll be in the mix, yeah. If they, especially if they have Lamar. If not, I mean it's gonna be tough. They, they're always gonna have the defense though. Um, is the thing that's what keeps them in all these games, but we'll see how far they can really go with that. We'll see. Yeah, but but hey, I can say this. And even though I'm stuttering on sluttering on my words and I can't even keep up, let's just say the Ravens definitely made a good decision with Odell. Whether or not it was to send, send the shot to the fans that we are getting Lamar because you see all the posts that were made from Lamar to Odell Beckham. You can see all the, that and the fans will eat it up and they'll believe it, you know. And then you got us, you know, me and you, Colby, still sitting here like, well... He is an aging receiver, so is, I'm thinking there's gonna be more. That's my thing. I think there's gonna be one more move, and before I think there's gonna be one more. That is my thing. I think there's gonna be one more to wrap this up. I think there's gonna be one more move. I like the idea of D Hop. I don't think they're gonna get D Hop, but I do like the idea of getting another weapon. You know, it's a very, very slim wide receiver free agency market, though. So let's just say it's just. Oh, yeah. thing that they got something out of nothing with Odell at this point. Yeah, I mean it's at least a guy in the like a, definitely a contributor who's gonna give you a target. So yeah, you are yeah. right. I could see them making another move. I kind of like that. We'll see what they're able to do. Like you said, it's pretty barren out there. It might have to be another trade. I don't think it would be D Hop or something like that. Seems a little too much, but I, don't I know. think that's a little too much because you're afraid. And then the, no, then I'm you'll afraid. be then no, you'll I'm, be like, I'm not afraid. I still would be afraid even if they did have D Hop. I'm just saying, like, money-wise. Oh, I don't think be, Let's wait till we'll, we'll see it like, in fruition. It, okay, I'm just saying, like, while you're trying to figure out your Lamar Jackson contract, I don't know if you want to pay, mm-hmm. pick up another expensive player with what they just paid Odell. I, well, I mean, you can also, you can use that to your advantage, though. You could be like, well, Lamar, we got you these weapons. Can you at least take the pay cut? Now, like, you know, like other quarterbacks have done, you know, we got you these weapons. We got you these superstars. We keep pumping you these superstars. Will that be enough to make you happy? It's just uh, just a thought. Yeah, I mean, it could work. Yeah, Lamar definitely like could very well still wind up on the Ravens, even though he did request a trade. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see how this eventually gets resolved. Even though I feel like it's just gonna keep dragging out as long as possible. <laughs> I agree. I think this is just still. We're still. We thought it was almost over. And we, I think we got one more year, Colby. I think it sounds like we got another year of it. Uh, yeah, I could definitely see that. Huh. Okay. But, yeah, so that's pretty much the only big NFL news. Roger's trade still hasn't happened, which is kind of crazy. <laughs> but no no other real big flashy news or anything. We're waiting for the draft. Yeah. I did see that a bunch of people are trying to trade to, for the number three pick from Arizona, which wouldn't surprise, doesn't surprise me. But if that happens, they'll probably go quarterbacks, go one, two, three, four. Which I don't think has ever has never happened before. So that'd be nuts. <laughs> that would be yeah, I was about to say that would be nuts. Simply put. They're <laughs> not all gonna be good. So like there's gonna be at least one or two misses. And they're not. <laughs> yeah, they're not. There's gonna be some Josh Rosens in there. Oh yeah, but this draft is <laughs> but we'll we'll do a full draft dive come in short order here. But okay. So back to that, I got the NBA playoff matchups up now. We're obviously waiting on the, on the play-in. Um, 
all kinds of fun going on in the NBA. We talked about the Wolves. You said you want to talk about the Lakers. I didn't say I wanted to talk about them. I just said we would talk about them eventually. So is that what's next on our rotation? I mean, it doesn't have to be. I mean, we, we can just hit on them quick because we did say a lot with Minnesota. I mean, they're definitely dangerous. They're playing great basketball. You'll see where I have them in my final season tiers. Um, they're definitely dangerous, and I would don't want to play them in the first round as the eight seed, obviously, as the Nuggets. But, I mean, I still think – and I think they're probably going to beat you tomorrow, the Wolves. But I think, could they make a deep run just because of AD and LeBron dominating and it just makes them scary? They have shooters defense and everything, yeah. But at the same time, I also just don't see LeBron and AD, LeBron at this age and AD with his history. Like, is he going to be able to hold up for, like, the playoffs is like another four straight series, like another month plus of basketball that it would take to make, like, a title run. I just think that's going to be a lot to ask. Um, it's possible. They're definitely dangerous, but I still don't think they're like the favorites in the West by any means. All right. So it looks like you do want to start with the Lakers then. <laughs> well, I just said um, get that out of the way because no, that's really too much to say on them. I, would, I do want to say this. Um, I agree. This is why I'm white. That's why I was like, eh, it's not the, it's not the end of the world because whenever Kobe, I wanted that eight seed just so we had the second chance. I would love that second chance so that way we can love to sit back and watch the Lakers play the Grizzlies. You said it earlier. We both wanted it. We both want that to happen. I think everyone would see that entertaining too, obviously. Um, it's the Grizzlies and all, how what they have all done versus LeBron, and we've seen all the smack talk that's gone down this season between those guys. So I think that's more must, that's more watchable basketball than – you know, the Wolves playing the Grizzlies and losing in five games, four games after what's going on with Rudy Gobert. So it I think plus with the Lakers, they would actually give the Grizzlies a good run for their money. So Oh yeah, that's gonna be that would be a great series. I agree with that. Yeah. And so the, I think that's where the question really turns into a great transition from the whoever wins this Oklahoma City game versus the Pelicans, OKC versus the Pels, whoever comes out of there. As you can tell, I already shadowed my bias. I would love to see OKC and everything, but whoever wins that game is going to be going up against the Wolves team that just punched walls, uh, punched their own self. Well, I don't even like calling it a punch. It looks like he literally like slap pushed him. I don't know. It was like an it was a weird French. We're going to call it the French push. Um, <laughs> it, it wasn't anything good. Yeah, it wasn't anything good. Um, we we'll go ahead, yeah, and then, then, so yeah. Either way, though, they're coming off a of better trends, though, than the Wolves is what my point is. The Pelicans and the Thunder. So whoever wins that game, they're going to be probably even favored to beat us. But I just want to say, if it's the Thunder, I think we have a better chance out of coming out of that one. Even though last time on this episode, I was like, yeah, we got to give them their flowers. I would much rather see them because, like you said, Bi was cooking, and they just played us recently, so they could probably find a way to just turn that back around on us. Thoughts? Sorry, I didn't realize I was muted. Yeah, I was going to say, I kind of agree with you on that. I had gone back and forth, was going back and forth in my head there about OKC, New Orleans. Like, I think New Orleans is just overall, OKC is still just so young. Like, there, we say, like, the Kings and, like, the Cavs are young. They're, like, even younger. Like, they're the youngest team left by far. And so just because of that, New Orleans has more experience. How you are right, B.I. has been on a tear. He's going crazy lately. They have been playing real a lot better. 
I do think OKC is kind of more dangerous in like a playing environment just because of their shooting. Like if they just catch fire um, and SGA is just playing out of his mind and Jalen Williams uh, or hit Giddy's dish in, the other guys are hitting threes around the perimeter. But I do think New Orleans is a more solid overall team. So I think it's going to come down to probably y'all New Orleans, which will be a great battle for the eighth seed. Yeah, yeah, it will be. And then there's always those, I don't think we have to worry about it this time, is the Zion rumor. So we don't have to worry about that. No, he's we just got to play some good basketball. We beat him, like I said, just the other day. Despite all this drama, we somehow won. I think it's because we kicked Rudy. I think it's because we actually really go. We play better without Rudy. Suddenly so we find out if we just play better without him, in my opinion. So it'll be interesting. I mean, let's just say this. If we beat the Lakers tomorrow, it'll probably emphasize how bad that trade is for us because we just won without Rudy Gobert. And then we're just going to get slapped by the Grizzlies. That is something I do not want to see. So, and then, like you said, Colby, misses out on good content for us. <laughs> we were we we're probably the one people that want to see want to see this matchup go through. So, <laughs> especially me living in Colorado, I get a chance to see my team in the playoffs. That's what I'm hearing. So, yeah, we're we're here for it. So, yeah, man, good good a little West Coast play play in there. Yeah, so yeah, that's pretty much where things stand in the West. These are going to be some real fun playing games um, in the West, especially the East. Also, a little bit kind of fun, even though it's a little bit more gross. Um, so yeah, you want to hit this East here, um, but yeah. like yeah, I agree with most of what you said there. So all right, so you got the Bulls, Raptors, Hawks, Heat. I mean, I think Miami's going to beat Atlanta. Like I don't think Jimmy Butler's losing the playing game, so I'm pretty confident Miami will win. <laughs> Um, even though Trey Young, uh, did you see the story that came out today that like the Hawks in the off season, it's like everything's on the table, including moving Trey Young if like they get an offer that they will like. Um, so they're in the just disaster mode, even though they just got Quinn Snyder and the Raptors Bulls. I think I like the Bulls in that one. Um, with how much better they've been playing lately, but I mean, man, that is the Raptors have also been a little better. There's weirdness where Nick Nurse is about to like leave at the end of the year, probably. So I don't really know where either what how that's gonna go. I, I kind of like Chicago in that one. Both kind of intriguing matchups. Oh, whoever this is the eighth seed is just gonna get absolutely thrashed by Milwaukee. I mean, that's just gonna be bru- gruesome. Uh, so that's your prize, probably Chicago or Atlanta, my guess. Probably Atlanta, but that is gonna be something to see. <laughs> that is gonna be something to see. Oh man. So for me, when I look at this East Coast play, the Eastern Conference playing, I see uh I see the Bulls and Raptors. That's my first one that I like to think about because like you said, I don't expect Jimmy Butler to lose a play-in game. He's probably gonna treat this almost like a championship. So we'll see. I, I think the Heat will take care of business. So I'm already looking towards the Raptors and Bulls, in my opinion. And but I think I, I I'm going Colby, I'm going with the Raptors here. I I, I think even though they're just so quiet and consistent, I think that this is just one of those games where like it's going to be so consistent enough that the Pat Bev effect is just not going to be present. I don't even think that's going to be it might be one of those games where it's just quiet. You know, I don't know. (laughs) It's I just don't have a good feeling about the Bulls pulling up on this one, Colby. We've seen a lot of how they fell flat. Wow. um, Earlier in this season, like. They just decided to hoop all of a sudden to get their bag, man. And I don't, and you gotta respect the gotta respect getting the bag, but 
I don't know. This is where this is where where you know you just said it. Nick Nurse, he's about to walk out the door, and a lot of those Raptors players, they should know. There a lot of them are bound bound to be split apart for good. Like this group, we all know their GM is very aggressive up there. So it's about to it's about to go. Things are going to go sideways real quick for the Raptors if they don't win this game against the Bulls. I think, and I think that if they don't even make out of this play, and things will go sideways, which is why I'm going with. I think I'm going to go take the Raptors to make the run in here in this play-in. <laughs> I kind of like that. You make good points there. I could definitely see them beating the Bulls. Who would have thought that would be at this point where you were picking against the Pat Bev Bulls and I'm picking them? What a twist. Uh, but, yeah, no, I mean, I don't disagree with everything you said there. I do think Toronto, like, we thought they might blow it up at the deadline. This, If they were going to blow it up, this was probably the year when you had Webb and Yama in the draft. But whatever. Um, we'll see what they do from here. That's the theme for, I, I think, a lot of guys move. I don't know, both Except those teams, on. Colby. <laughs> That's yeah. the theme for both these teams, Colby. I think they were both in that trade spot where we were like, hey, do something. And then they didn't. And then the next trade rank trade uh, tiers that came out, it was, why didn't you do anything? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, they, they were right there, Colby. And they, here we are. They're facing each other. And like you said, we flip-flopped and oh how the tables turned cold oh how the tables have turned yeah no yeah that's uh that is crazy that is facts i will say last thing on your raptors point there too though um they do have the best player in the game siakam and no disrespect to anyone on the bulls siakam's better than levine or DeRozan. like i'm sorry he just is i would think quietly consistent that's who honestly that's i know i feel like i've said this before on here i might have if i have i apologize but um that's who Dallas like I that seems like who they should want to be like if they now they probably can't get them because they don't have that many picks uh, from previous trades or and they don't have any players that anyone would want really that have that much value because their roster is a mess but like that's who I would be willing to go all out to get because I feel like his because he plays off the ball his consistency like you said what he brings on both ends especially with his shooting and scoring ability he is like a perfect two to like a ball dominant like Luca type guy that's who I would want if I was Dallas. I don't know if that's realistic. They probably don't have nearly enough to get him, but. Oh. Yeah, it's going to be interesting how Dallas is going to be handling their offseason. Right now, they're fighting an investigation. Can't believe that's happening when you have all these other teams tanking. But, you know, I think it's theirs was just more blatantly obvious. So, yeah, man, the Mavs got to deal with their own situation. But let's talk. Let's keep it back in the East real quick. You said you said you like that Raptors take, but you also said that you want the Hawks. You think the Hawks will be the one to be beat up by the Bucks? So who would you actually be taking in this one, the Hawks or the Raptors, if that were to come to happen? Probably the Hawks, just still because at the end of the day, I feel like they do have Trey Young is dynamic offensively, and they have so much shooting. I just think they do kind of have, even though their team is weird, I still kind of think they're slightly they've been. Slightly better than the Raptors all year. Um, and, like, I do think they'll probably – Trey Young probably will win one of these playing games. He won the playing last year when the Cavs were – had a better overall team. I mean, I don't think much of the Hawks, but that's – so that's kind of why I'd still probably lean the Hawks. But that that could be mm. a fun go-either-way game for sure. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Respect, respect, respect. But wh- – all right. Final question. Would you be surprised if the Heat lost their play-in? Yes. Ooh. Which one would be more surprising? The Heat or the Lakers losing? Which one would surprise Lakers. you more than? The Lakers. The Lakers. Oh. 
But the I think Heat I'd be more surprised about the Heat. Surprising. I mean, I would be shocked if he lost, just because. Yeah, I was about to say. I think it, for me, it'd be the Heat. Like, if the Heat lost, I'd be like, "Cool." There's no. <laughs> this is just not that. working out. No. <laughs> I just, I have. You'll see where I have Miami on the tiers, but like, if anything, in a play-in game, like a one-game elimination, there's probably no coach I'd rather have in the whole NBA than Eric Spolstra. I mean, he he's probably the best coach in the league, honestly. If I'm being real, that's who probably got into my head. I would take him probably over everyone at this point. Pop, Steve Kerr, anyone. I think I would take over everyone. I don't think that's where that happened. We got to see how I want to see how Steve Kerr bounced back from the. I want to see how he reacts in this uh, playoff game, this playoff series against the Kings. And Steve that's Kerr, me. like he also just has a suit, has had a super team. So like, hey, hey, hey coach, he's got a great coach. He's a good, he's, he's part of it, man. But I think Spolster's back. Colby, your team has a two-time MVP. And uh, how many finals appearances does he have? Zero. What does that have anything? Yeah. Oh, you got to have a good coach, man. It's all about the coach. Oh. All about the coach. Not all about the some- coach. <laughs> matters, but I mean, yes, yeah, so, definitely obviously an all-time coach. He's great, but I'm just saying. All-time six, player. Game to game, situationally and overall, like I would just take Spolstra over everyone. I think he's the best X's and O's wise. And like the heat culture thing is real, man. Like that's the thing. Culture. How was Steve Kerr as great as Steve Kerr is? How was Steve Kerr that year when after KD left when he didn't have Clay? Can't believe you just said heat culture yeah. right now, man. We're talking about a play-in game, and you're saying heat culture. I I'm, feel like that's some that's playoff material, man. Come on, they can't be bringing in that whole heat culture. I'm just don't give me wrong, Kobe. That's the reason why I said they're going to play this game like it's a championship game. So I'm just saying like for the Spolster argument though, like the culture he's built, like he just get, and the thing I was going to say too, like he just gets production out of these guys that like you just other people just don't like, he just gets his role guys to have the biggest step up at the right time in the right game. And always, it's like not luck after a certain point, like his role players are always, deliver when they need to he just gets the most out of guys in ways that just in kind of a way that no one else does says a lot says a lot man says a lot about uh heat culture (laughs) (laughs) fun when they play boston but all right any question any you got any questions for me for the while we wrap up this play in Uh, um not really. Like, who, well, I guess just what are your what is your hope for the Wolves uh, going forward? And after you get the eight seed or don't, and after you definitely don't win a playoff series, no disrespect. But what are your kind of hope? Whoa, what would you whoa. kind of want to see for the direction yeah. of the team going into the offseason? I know that's not exactly um, about the play. So we're taking things outside. Let's take it two directions, Colby. We win, we get, we win, and we're in, and then we're losing, we're out. We'll go to those two directions. Start with the losing, we're out. Okay. We lose and we're out. The first couple of months are going to be just pure pain and just like admitting that we just made the worst mistake ever, and that I have made probably one of the worst takes, a part of the worst trade ever, and now I supported said trade. Until I uh, once remember, I did I did abandon ship and blow it in fires and everything like that. But I was going to say, was... I do think you your heart wasn't even in it then. I, I'll give you <laughs> credit there. Like I think you kind of knew it was bizarre, but like you had to be all in on it, which I I understand. Yeah, be 
being a delusional Wolves fan, like always, more delusional than Knicks at times, as you could see. And that's what this whole thing would be about. I feel like it would just be ugly, an ugly. I think we'd have just an ugly summer with just like the Mavs, but we'd have a lot to give up again. But at the same time, I don't know what we'd do because, like, it's the beginning of a contract that nobody wants. That nobody, I can tell you that right now, nobody is going to want it. It's like three years, 118 or something like that. It is gross. So, yeah, it's bad. Yeah. So you think about it. It's like, okay, do you have to work with this guy? Most likely. So it's, I don't know, man. It, that's the thing. It's like if you go in the losing direction, you go, you literally go, oh my goodness. If you go in the winning direction, it's like, well, you're back where you started and you obviously didn't go, you did not, you're back where you started. And that's why I was like, I'm afraid of the seven seed because as if we go against the Grizz and we get the exact same results. This definitely highlights that, yeah, this team didn't go anywhere. But, hey, if we go up against those one seed nugs and we take it two games, you know, hey, that, that, that's an improvement. They, they have the two-time MVP over there. You know, that, that, that that's the argument that I can start drawing up. You know, I can, I can at least tell myself that we made some sort of progress. But that's the thing is truly this season there was no, no progress made whatsoever. Um, sadly, Cat was injured for most of it. And uh, Ant had to develop all on his own again. And it was a great season to watch Ant, you know. Ant was awesome as always. But like I said, the time is ticking. And uh, I just wonder wherever wherever Anthony Edwards go. It might be wherever I might have to go, man, at this rate. Oh, come on. Like, I don't know how much time I have. I don't know how much time. I don't know how much time I got left with Cat right at the moment. So I feel like that, that timeline's about to end too. So it's like. A lot of things are going to be in the air when we talk about the Wolves, despite whether they win or lose, I feel like. Yeah, that's all true. Um, I like that you have a somewhat positive outlook. I do think, like you said, you could look on the bright side and say, Cat's been pretty good when he's been out there. Ant's obviously great. You at least have those two. I mean, Cat has, like, under contract for a while. So, like, if he forces his way out at some point, you will at least get something for him. I don't even know how much value he would have around the league with his monster deal. I mean, he would have definitely some. Like, people would want him. But... I actually don't think that, like, I think if you get a haul for Cat potentially down the road and you keep Ant, that wouldn't even be the worst thing. But I don't know. I was The last thing I had was it just kind of feels bad for the Wolves, the thing that kind of really got us to this point. Um, D'Angelo Russell just really never held up his end of the bargain to being that third guy yeah. I thought he was going to be when you got him. And, like, he's been good for the Lakers, but he just plays no defense. You can't rely on him. As talented as he is, as great as he was, like, that – when he was in Brooklyn and like has much potential as he has as good as he can be on offense. Like he just did not hold up his end of the bargain. And I feel like that is kind of also a big part of why this bear thing, why they did the go bear thing in the first place and why it hasn't really worked this year and why he got traded, obviously. <laughs> I know. And I, the real, for me, it would be a real miracle if we somehow traded him in the off season and we somehow found someone to take that, take that contract. But Odds are none. That that's my that's my take on that. Oof, that feel bad to have to trade him right after all of that. Oh, okay, okay, Jalen. So yes, we just went through all the playing, all the wolves stuff. We'll get off talking about our teams now. Um, oops, almost showed you the tears. Oh, too Ooh. early. Almost revealed. Not yet. Almost well, used you with the head out, hidden Jedi trick. Um, hidden Jedi trick there. I gotta uh, I gotta cover those, but you will show me the tears. 
Um, these are the tears <laughs> that I'm looking for. These are the tears. <laughs> okay. Um, so yes, I had a rant that I wanted to do. All right. So Ooh. what well, I'll just ask you what your thoughts were, and then I'll do my rant. What did you think about uh, I know we talked about it a little because I guess it had already happened on Friday. It was announced that it was going on, if I remember correctly. Um, the Mavs. The Mavs basically just being like, all right, sitting everyone. They played Luka just the first quarter, sat all their guys the last two games, so they keep the top 10 pick. Um, they've now, like, before that, had they, like, gone to the play-in, they would have had, like, a 10% chance if they were the 10 seed or something, if they won one of those games to have their pick. Now they have 80-some percent chance. And everyone – well, you go ahead. What did you think of that before I start with my <laughs> – uh, all the people that are crazy about the draft think that the the odds matter. It's it's all baloney. This this whole tank. I think we I mentioned it barely in my my little rant um, earlier when I was like the NBA is investigating uh, tanking in the Mavs, even though I think yeah. every team has been tanking and it's silly. But the Mavs did make it blatantly obvious. I was like, that's the thing. And I, I think that. I, I take away from this is that they did make it blatantly obvious that the that it's that they tanked like they pulled their guys that like Luca played a quarter and that was it right it was like a quarter and like maybe a play in the in the second quarter or something like that yeah like it wasn't that long like he didn't play that long you guys ended up pulling him and uh, probably someone from the Knicks office was like yo this is this is fucked up what what the hell and like what the- <laughs> so. I, there's obvious reason. There's obvious reason for investigation just because, and it doesn't help that the coach comes out and goes, yeah, what do you, what do you expect? So I just think it's bizarre in general because it's another take that came into fruition, folks. It was another team that tried a superstar duo that failed. But Colby, that was my little hunch there. Yeah. What do you have to say about this? So I don't completely disagree with everything you said there. But yeah, to me, um, and you're right about the um, the Knicks front office part. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> They're like, yeah, what the hell? Yeah. The league being mad about it, first of all, is absurd. Like, like you yeah. said, all these teams have tanked. Like, give me a break. Have you seen? Did you watch what? Forget this. Just because it was the end of the season and they have Luka Doncic, is why it's been made such a big deal out of. Because, like you said, it's so blatant. Did no one? Did the, what? Did the league didn't say anything about Portland? The last we should talk about them in the tears, but Portland yeah. said. Like all their guys, like the last two weeks, three weeks. And by the way, it was the right move because they now have like the fifth best odds to get Webinyama. <laughs> so, like, that was, and then no one said a word about that. So, give me a break with that. And all the people on TV, and everyone's like, oh, this is bad in the spirit of the game. They're not competing. What? You're going to give up. Everyone should be so upset. Like, what? Luka Doncic should be mad. Like, <laughs> yes, I'm sure Luka's a competitor, so he probably was upset, but like, are you kidding me? This was the this was the right decision. Because let me also tell you, even if the Mavs by some miracle did win those last two games and the Thunder the Thunder ended up winning their game, so I still don't think they would have gotten in anyway. Because the Thunder were playing like the team they played, I forget who it was, like rested all their guys the last game. And yeah, so like even if they did sneak in as the 10, I don't think they would have made it out of the plan because that roster and team is just bad. Um this was just ridiculous. Like, if people are freaking out, this was what they should have done. Um, I just think it's absurd. Like you said, everyone blatantly tanking. People are talking about it's in bad spirits. This was a smart decision, and I, this is what I would have done if I was the Mavs. This was the right call by them. 
Could they have been maybe a little more discreet about it? I guess. I don't really know how. But, like, this made all the sense in the world. Keeping your pick is, like, that's, like, the most valuable asset they'll have this offseason if they wanted to trade it. Like, that ten, top 10 pick, like, 10th most likely. But even still, the number 10 pick, that's more valuable than every player on their roster besides Luca. Like, they don't have a great roster. Um, so that was 100% the right move. And then there's a second part of the ramp, but I need to pull up some data real quick so you can react uh, to that first. All right, all right. Yeah, I was about to say, their pick is valuable. I was going to ask you, what are your thoughts on them being, quote-unquote, stuck or bullied? Kyrie's in the advantage with them now because they need him. I don't, I don't necessarily believe that, but um, unless that is the numbers that you're about to pull up right here. But that is that that was the one thing that I, that from what you were saying, that was one thing that that was stirring in my mind is wonder what we're gonna get out of Kyrie and the Mavs now. Because like you said, no one else is valuable that as valuable. There's probably some dudes out there. Come on, let's give him come on, Colby. We probably giving him a little bit too we're probably shitting on him a little too hard there. Josh but, Green, uh, nice young player. Okay, see, see, you can name some people. Like, I wouldn't I, trade the number. I wouldn't trade the tenth pick for Josh Green. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you know they, they'll figure something out, you know. But at the same time, that number ten pick goes a long way, like you said, and it can be better than a number ten pick. That's how odds work, and I. It's the one thing that I always get confused on when it comes to the NBA. They yeah, really they, love marketing that lottery. lottery, man. They love that lottery. So. I wonder who they're going to put out there to represent them for that te- for uh, for their lottery pick. I wonder who they're going to put out there. That's that's what we that's what we should be asking is who's going to represent the Mavs in their uh, this in their fall from grace this season. That's what that's really what the question should be because that's what it was. This team was what was it six? They got the six seed when they got Kyrie, and now they are the eleventh. So, yeah, kudos. Uh- yeah, that was just bad. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, yeah, I don't think Kyrie has a ton of leverage. They'll probably re-sign him just because I don't think they will probably love, I mean, all of what's out there. But I mean, I would rather have someone like Fred Van Fleet than Kyrie, to be honest. Like, I don't even know if they should bring him back. And where else is he going? Yeah, I don't know who's like, going to <laughs> I wouldn't trade half a bag of potato chips for Kyrie Irving. With everything that he brings, I don't care how talented he is. You already saw what you already gave it a test run. We were talking about it with Russell Westbrook. Remember, we were like, <laughs> the Clippers got him for barely nothing. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You kick him to the street. Then we were talking about this with Kyrie. Like, yeah, sure, you're putting your season in jeopardy. But if it doesn't work, you can at least kick him to the street. You're not latched onto him. That's why I've always was like, I don't know why people think they're stuck with him. I don't know why they want to bring him back, Colby. I'm with you. I don't know why they wouldn't want to bring him back. It didn't work. Like, it didn't. Like, I mean, yeah, it could be an asset to trade, but. But then again, you bring up the question, who wants him? Like, who would want him? So, and then there's better, there's other guys that are going to be on the market. And especially when we're talking about how the Raptors were, what's going on in just the East in general. How about that? Let's just talk about all the guys that are in the Eastern playing, all those dudes. Those guys will all could be potential, you know, free agents. So, who knows? Yeah, I just don't really know what the, that that's the other segment I want to do at some point is the Mavs matchmaker. Um, like oh, try, try to build their like pick up with their off season, like in the off season, because I think it'd be interesting to really look get dive into deeper. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I agree with everything you said on that. They're definitely going to have to make some big changes. Okay, but so the second part of the rant is this: 
can I, sorry, did, anything else you had on that before we get into the last part of this? Huh? So, yeah, uh, sorry, I didn't <laughs> with anything else you want to hit on the, with the Mavs, because this second part of the rant is not really as much about them. Okay, no, I'm just here to see what else we got. Okay. I'm done so with the Mavs, yeah. Slightly about the Mavs, but I'm just saying, okay, so the 10th pick, I just kind of feel like draft picks, it's like swung. And yes, NBA draft picks are obviously not like NFL draft picks. I'm not saying that. But I do feel like the value, people have kind of swung too far with like, oh, who cares about all these draft picks? Like, just you can get a star player. And to some degree, that is true. You're like, it's a crapshoot the NBA draft in the first round. Like, yeah, there are a lot of busts. It's a lot of kids that are coming in raw. But at the same time, there are if you know what you're doing and you are a GM that can draft well, which there are GMs that have a track record of making good draft picks consistently, you can build a team very well with first-round draft picks. Like, the fact that the Timberwolves, I don't want to keep going back to them, but they threw all those picks and they go bear trade. Are you kidding me? Like, the KD trade even. Like, the KD trade, obviously, it's KD. But that trade, if the Suns don't win the title in the next, like, two years, and KD and Chris Paul fall apart physically, and KD, like, He's obviously great when he's out there, but who knows how much longer he's going to play at this level with all the injuries he's had. That could one day, and with how good Bridges is too, that could be a fleecing with all those draft picks. The Clippers trade, the Thunder, the Paul George trade is going to go down as an all-time fleecing with all those draft picks and SGA. And so, like, I do think people, everyone's just like, oh, throw all the draft picks to go in now. It's a crapshoot anyway. So I just wanted to pull up here, and now I'll share my screen with you again. Um... So it's not like a, a lot of these guys are misses, but in the 10th pick range, just listen to like, this isn't even going back like all time crazy reaches or steals or anything like that. Players who, who have been selected in that 10 range. So this very year, Jalen Williams, he's going to be second in rookie of the year voting, is a starter and a key contributor for the team that finished above the Mavs. That is the reason they didn't make the playoffs. Jalen Williams is more valuable than anyone on the Mavs team besides Luca, easily. Easily. Like, that kid is a dog. Who knows how good he can be? And he's a great two-way player. He's a good defender, too, and he's awesome offensively. Jalen Duran, like, he's raw, but he he shows potential as a big. He The Mavs could use someone like that. Akaya Akubai, I don't know if I'm butchering that, but he even came on late for the Jazz. And then, look, yes, some of these guys didn't play much, but then you got, I mean, all the way, Walker Kessler's the 20th pick. The Mavs would love to have Walker Kessler on their team, or 22nd pick. And then it, Christian Braun puts you guys good minutes. Yeah, Christian Braun plays minutes. By the way, Peyton Will or Jay, the other Jalen Williams, the second good. Pick, he's also starting for the Thunder. The Thunder drafted mm-hmm. two guys lower than the tenth pick, who are as rookies starting for a team that's better than the Mavericks. Yeah. Let's go back to last year. Now, twenty twenty one. Granted, this was a rough stretch right here. Zaire Williams is he's a good player though. He's a solid rotational guy. He's not a superstar or anything, but he contributes to the Grizzlies. Like. He's a part of their team. He's a bench piece. Now, granted, the next couple of these guys... That's your boy. Book Knight and Primo misses completely bad. Chris Duarte is, is nice for the Pacers. 13th pick. The Mavs could use him. He's a sharpshooter. He can play both ways. I like him a lot. Now, this stretch again was rough. But then Shingun, 16. He, he's a dog on the right. Yeah, good thing. dog. He's a dog. And then... Got Trey so, Murphy, Trey Mann. Yeah. So like Trey Mann in 2021, look what he's done for the Clippers. Or that's not that's the wrong person. Sorry. Um, or no, is that that's Terrence Mann, right? Or is that someone else? Let me. I may be wrong. No, yeah, I'm wrong. Never mind. That's not Terrence Mann. But still, 
I mean, that's a lot of contributing players. Quentin Grimes for the Knicks, 25th pick. He's been awesome. Bones Highland, Cam Johnson, Cam Thomas. Cam Thomas. Quality, young, rotational players. Aldama. Almost immediately. The back end of the draft. Then you go back to 2020. Halliburton was the 12th pick. Tyrese Halliburton is like top borderline in the next year or two by the – Within the next like two years, Tyrese Halliburton will be like a borderline top ten player. He's already an all star, one of the best young point guards. Now a lot of these other guys were misses, but Cole Anthony's Sadiq all right. Bay. Oku can play. Josh Green, Dallas got him with the 18th pick. So like Sadiq Bay is all right. Maxi, Maxi was the 21st pick. I mean, some of these guys you can get. And Desmond Bain was the, Desmond Bain, thirtieth pick was like quickly at twenty five. Put him in an all like borderline, not quite all star caliber, but like right below that, like legit, like third best player on the Grizzlies by far, key piece of everything they do. That was only three years ago. You go all the way back to twenty nineteen. Cam Johnson, eleventh pick, huge contributor. Tyler Hero, thirteenth pick. Yes, there are misses, but it's like. You got a chance if you can scout to get like a real piece for your team with the tenth pick is I guess my point, and just like in general, I do feel like draft picks have kind of gotten undervalued. Like some of these guys can come in and they're not great as rookies, but they're contributing, playing right away. So that's my rant. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that, I, I was agreeing. I was obviously tagging along with it, Colby. So no disagreements there. Heck of a rant. Good way to keep the NBA draft and defending the Mavericks, you know, they're, uh, and defending all your tanking teams in your Wimba, in the Wimbanyama hunt. So, it's, uh, yeah, it's crazy that they're investigating them. Just to completely circle back on everything it is crazy. So that is, yeah, that is ridiculous. So, okay, do you want to hit some of these other playoff teams, or do you want to just get into the tiers and? wrap this thing up here if we can spend. let's talk about the team how about we talk about the series that we know okay. we know what how about we talk about the ones that we know i like yeah. that okay so yeah you want to start in the east or the west here i'll show to the starting the west south to the west Sorry, forgot to reshare my screen all right yeah, so, yes. yeah. so we got three six sacramento versus golden state the dynasty versus the inexperienced fun team that was better all year and phoenix and the clippers clippers mm. Fortunately, kind of botched to the end of that situation. Kind of maybe got screwed over by y'all's game being so close. Uh, and they got Phoenix in the first round. Uh, they're not going to have Paul George back. They said he could come back for round two probably, but like they're not getting him back for the series. Um, we'll just start with that one. I mean, if Paul George was healthy, this would be an awesome series, and I would be so psyched to watch this. But as much as I love Kawhi, as good as Kawhi is, and if there's anyone you could pick to guard KD, it's probably him in a playoff series. Still, just like they just – if they don't have Paul George, they don't have a shot, I don't think, which is sad because the rest of these series feel like they're going to be so good, but that's going to be a tough one for the Clippers. I I don't see this going well for them. I disagree. Oh, Ugh, I disagree. Yes, I I like the Clippers, Colby. You know I've been liking them. They held their ground. They proved you they wrong. Good. They, they got good. I'm just saying this is a bad matchup. This is Russ is coming in. This is it. You got Russell Westbrook versus KD in the playoffs, Colby. You're forgetting about the other side here. You're forgetting this is Russ versus KD in the playoffs. This is going to be just, awesome. I don't think that, that I want, makes the be, point that you think it is. <laughs> 
I think, no, dude, give me a minute, all right? I think this is going to be awesome to see Russ overcome KD. He joins another, Russ gets a super team of his own. And sure, PG's gone, but guess who needs to step up? Russ. Russ needs to step up. And this would be the perfect series for him to make the comeback, man. I'm all for it. The Clippers have more depth than the than the Suns do. That is the one thing that I am leaning on when it comes to a playoff series where you already said, earlier that if the Suns don't succeed because they're going to run Chris Paul and KD to the ground because they're older age and health, this is where you got the Clippers when they're deaf chart. You know, they got some deaf always on the Clippers. You know, they got guys on the bench. You know that. That's how they roll. That's just how they roll. So I, I like the Clippers in this spot. Even though they got to go to Phoenix, I still think I, I really do like the Clippers here. Wow, that's bold. I mean, I, I respect... Bold? Oh, oh, you're on the bold side, mister. Gee, are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, you're mister. I'm going to keep it safe with this. How am I on the bold side? I, I kind of, you know, I'm kind of hope I'm wrong. Kind of pulled for the Clippers in this one. I don't think they have a shot. Like, Phoenix is just a better... T- without Paul, with Paul George, I completely agree they could beat him. I think they would have a great chance to... I might, I'd probably pick the Clippers, actually, if they have Paul George. But they don't. And because of that, I just... I just think it's a lot to ask, man. They're going to be outgunned. In this I think game. it's because you don't want to see the Clippers with Paul George. Oh, I would. And Russell Westbrook. Oh. I think you would be you would be shitting proverbial bricks, Colby, okay. if you okay. saw that Clippers team knocking back on your door again. Just. Are you serious? Uh oh. Are you Uh-oh. kidding me? Oh. I would take. I would. The Nuggets will have play to come out after to playing Suns. the Timberwolves. The Nuggets have to turn around and face the Clippers. Ooh. That would be dream scenario. <laughs> conference finals run, no issues. I'm not yeah, kidding sure, me. Sure, I would sure. so much rather play the Clippers than the Suns. The Suns are much scarier, man. I don't think you're. Kevin Durant is so good, man. They're just so front heavy. You're just looking at them. They're just so front heavy, heavy That's man. That's the reason. The playoffs. That's what matters in the playoffs. You're going to need true. dudes to play extra minutes, man. I'm telling you, you're going to need dude to play minutes. We'll see. I disagree with you on that. But you're right. I hope you're right. You know what? I hope I'm wrong. But I, <laughs> I think the Suns are much more dangerous. Suns Nuggets round two. Assuming, knock on wood, that the Nuggets and everyone takes care of their business. It's going to be an all-time series, I think. Okay, and then so the other one in the West. The kids versus the dynasty. Kings, home court. The Warriors kind of been heating it up lately, although they got to play some easy teams there at the end. Um, they're Supposedly, Wiggins is going to play in the playoffs, but he still hasn't played at all yet. So we'll see what he looks like. Uh, stepping right into the playoffs. Everyone's on the Warriors in this, obviously, because of all the pedigree and experience, and the Kings don't play defense. Uh, but, man, we've rode the beam all year. It's This has been our – we called our shot, called it at the beginning of the year. Didn't even think they would be this good. But here they are, three seed. Who do you like in this series? I'm writing them down right now, my pen, my blue pen here. I'm going to stick with them, Cole. It's been a hell of a ride. Why would I want to get off now? You know, I like the fact that it's Mike Brown versus Steve Kerr and a nice little coach versus coach battle. You know, Mike Brown used to be over there. And you got all these, the Kings, you know, they're finally back. And I was trying, I remember talking about how the Kings and Wolves, they should play each other. So that way, no matter what, one of them will break the drought. At this rate, I think it'd be awesome if they snapped their drought. 
against the the championship warriors that you were just talking about maybe we're going to be watching a new fun team for years to come you know maybe this is what it takes to break down the warriors man maybe this is the one and i know i'm seeming crazy delusionally delusionally optimistic but uh i think this could be a, this could be one of the ones where we're looking at it the warriors are already struggling as it is this season obviously i've already told you playoff switch for them is always there but I really think this could be the one that can uh, that can at least surprise. This could be the one that surprises the Warriors a little bit. I think I agree with you. I I I go back and forth because part of me doesn't want to believe and get my feelings hurt, and the Warriors just go crazy in the playoffs. Colby, you ready for this? Look so at their roster. Look at the Warriors roster. It's... I'm going to bring up my old argument with the Clippers again, but this one I think you would br- I think you would like a little bit more. I mean, the roster is we'll not as that. we'll look at depth. Like, look at it. Jordan Poole hadn't had the bigger year that he's had before that we were expecting. And I mean, he's probably going to show up in the playoffs, but you got Gary Payton too. He hasn't, eh, he, he's play, he got Andrew Wiggins. I think he's not going to play Cole, but I really don't. I think he's, I think it's best not to play. Kevin Kayon Looney gives you good minutes, but like Kaminga just gives you like those bigs, man. I don't think their bigs presence is still not there. Well, yeah, I was going to say, I actually agree with you. Like, I think I'm talking myself into it just because of the home court and everything. and How bad the Warriors have been on the road all year. And Wiggins coming back makes it tougher. But, what, I mean, we'll see what he's even going to look like. You're right. And I do think the one thing the Warriors don't have and that they did struggle with is, like, a great offensive big man that can just cook. And Sabonis is the kind of player that Draymond, as great as a defender as he is, I think has a little bit of issues with. I think Sabonis can really have a big series. That's going to be a good matchup. Yeah. Fox is so like quick that. on the perimeter. They, they have guys they can throw at him, but I think he can hang handle it. They've got sh- a lot of shooting. The experience obviously gives me so much pause and the Steph Curry, Clay Thompson shooting ability of it all. Think I'm gonna go Kings and seven though, man. The Warriors roster is deeply flawed, and the Kings do have a lot of really nice, really nice pieces. I go back and forth, but and I, I know we, you got the mate, the big media man over there trying to tell us what to what to think. Cole, you're breaking the barrier. You're chasing <laughs> the beam. We're chasing the beam. Look at that roster. Thank you for bringing up the Kings roster. Herder having a great year. Harrison Barnes. Gets the chance to have his revenge. Oh, I didn't even realize this is Harrison Barnes revenge. Harrison like Barnes. this is big for the Kings, guys. Like this is Malik Monk going up, coming up, back up. We're having Malik Monk in a playoff series, man. Like who would have thought? Keegan Murray, by the way, great rookie. The, the, oh, that was yeah. a great pickup by them. Awesome pick. Great he pick doesn't up. like he doesn't like mm-hmm. light it up scoring every night. <laughs> he doesn't have like the craziest numbers, but like what he does for their team and like the role he plays is so vital. He's been huge. He's awesome. Yes. Yes, sucks that Davion Mitchell's day to day, but like they're starting. They got a nice. They got some guys, dude. I, I'm really. I'm all for it. <laughs> yeah. What do you? No, I do like their depth, the roster, and the bigs. Like you said, I think it's the one real argument they have. I didn't even realize this was a Harrison Barnes revenge series. Harrison Barnes is gonna be going crazy out there. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, he's gonna be acting like he's he he. Remember, he thought he was gonna be the third Splash Brother, not Draymond. He thought it was him. He wasn't traded him. They traded him to the Kings, and he was like, "Oh, well, damn." Well, they didn't trade him to the Kings. They traded him to Dallas. He's been on. He was on Dallas, and then he went to the Kings. Oh snap! I forgot. Damn. So yes, yeah, like I said, the man that fell off the face of the earth gets a chance. 
to get his revenge. He's also, he's also been huge for them. He's like a good playoff player. I mean, he defends. He shoots – well, he's not the best defender, but he's okay. He shoots a three. Like, we'll see. He's been in the playoffs before. All right. Yeah, he has. <laughs> That's going to be a fun one. All right, East. So we got the 3-6. I don't think this one's going to take super long to talk about. Philly versus Brooklyn. And then the more fun, obviously, the 4-5 with Cleveland and the Knicks. Philly, Brooklyn. I mean, Brooklyn, props to them. Like we've said, they've been scrappy. I like how they've played since they blew up their team. Still managing to stay out of the play-in is great. Cam Thomas just dropped 46 again. He, like, some nights doesn't play, but, like, very much at all. But other nights he can just, like, when they let him cook, he's cooking. The last yesterday was just bizarre with all the people sitting across the league. But nonetheless, they have – Mikael Bridges has been like played like an all-star since he's been on the Nets. He's really played like the guy. He's been so great on both ends. Um, like they have depth. They got Cam Johnson's been big for them. Like they have shooting. If sucks they don't have a prime Ben Simmons. That could really help. Them. Like they have, like I've said before. But but this is they're they're not going past this. They are completely overmatched against Embiid. Harden. Embiid could probably win the Sixers could probably win the series without Harden, even if Harden does go playoff bananas and it's just terrible. But like Maxi and Embiid, like they're, they're just completely overmatched. So I think Philly will win this one pretty quickly. I think uh I think that's what everyone wants you to believe, man. And sadly, I don't think this I think this is just like, like Mikael Bridges doing his uh it's almost rem- reminiscent of how Delo was stunting on his own in Brooklyn. But he's got a, but he has a better crew. I feel like Mikel has. I mean, then again, that he's both those both player. those teams he's are also actually a better player with defense. The defense, yeah, he's better two way player. I'll agree with that. Um, yeah, dude, I really love you. You know, I love the roof for the Nets, man. Now that they cleared out all the drama besides Ben Simmons, um, but I think this is sadly they did their job. They held they held on to that six seed. And I think it's a good spot for them to build off of for next season because they they did they did keep up expectations and made the playoffs. If they take a game or two, which I do think they can, I don't think I think two is a stretch, but I do think they will take a game. I can I feel like I can guarantee this game go this series going the five. So that's that's how I feel about the Nets. I feel like they will they will at least do some damage, but yeah, it it does seem a big stretch for me to say the Sixers. It's hard for me to put my finger on why. I mean, that's fair. The Sixers, like, you're right. They do have all the questions. <laughs> like, you just can't. Yeah. A lot of questions when it comes to the Sixers. And, like, I, I like a lot of the Nets players. Don't get me wrong. I like the Nets players a lot, man. You're going to end up talking myself. I might talk myself into Actually, you know what? Don't. Disregard don't. it. You're not going to. Disregard it, Colby. They're going to go ahead. And, I'm going to say they're going to actually at least. I think we're going. We're looking at maybe a six-game series. Taking okay. Sixers and six. I'm going to go say Sixers and six. Oh. I think they will make it. I think we're going to be like, oh man, I'm going to come. I feel like there's going to be a time where I'm going to be on here and I'm going to be like, hey, those Nets, man, keeping it interesting. And then the and then the Sixers are going to be like, all right, time to get real. The Bucks have won their series. You know, it's time for us to win ours and get this thing over with. Type deal. That's a tough ask, but I respect it. I mean, I do respect like what the Nets have done and how good Jacques Vaughn has been coaching them. Again, it just circles back. Can you imagine how much more fun this series would be if Ben Simmons was like actually a rotational player on the Nets, like him playing Philly in a playoff series? But no. Yeah, I think I think it's best that he didn't. No, I think right now, we from what we've heard from Christian, I think we know that it's best that 
those Philly fans are just different up there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's finish with the four or five Cleveland six Cleveland Knicks, and then we'll get to the tiers to finish out. This one we've been talking about this one for a while. I mean, this is gonna be so fun. Like, I'm fun very, back and forth. The well, actually, I wouldn't go that far as to call it. I think Kings Warriors is probably more exciting, but this is super exciting as well. Um, Cleveland has no experience other than Mitchell, but they have a loaded team. The Knicks have been so good all year. They had one all-star who's banged up. He's still a dog. And Brunson, who probably should have been an all-star, he's incredible this year for them. A lot of great rotation players. R.J. Barrett is he's not a star by any means, but he's a really solid player. Quentin Grimes has been huge for them off the bench. Um, they got so many fun pieces. Can a Tibbs team break the Tibbs curse where they're just tired by the playoffs? Last time they were here, they got cooked by the Hawks. This team is better than that team. I'll say that as we got the 10-minute warning. This team is uh, much better than that team that lost to the Hawks just because of Brunson. But I still I still like Cleveland, man. I just love Cleveland's team. Even though they're young, I think this will be their first taste of playoff winning before they probably go out in the next round. Ooh. Bold, hurtful take. I I love both these rosters, man. This one, this one is this is why this one's a fun series for a lot of people. I feel like because both these rosters are actually pretty good. Like you said it yourself. Like both these rosters are like you said the players, and then what's you flip it over to the like Cleveland side? They got good players too. I truly believe that if I wanted to sit there and be like and put up an argument for the Knicks, I could. But the truth is. I just really, really would love to see the Cleveland Cavaliers to move on. Nicole, in my heart of hearts, and my brain is still telling me not to even do it. So this time, I think we have to do it just for the sake of it and for content. I'll take the Knicks, Colby. I'll root for some Knicks. I'll go for the Knicks. I'll take the bait. I'll go for them. I see the I see the Tibbs. I know what he's done to my team before in my <laughs> franchise. But you know what? I'll ride with it one more time. Oh, I, even though I like you said, Colby, it's just the fact that you said they will lose. Like you think the Cavs will lose right away, and I think the Knicks will just get make us a little bit more fun to watch moving forward. Oh, and, I disagree with that. <laughs> I don't know what we got with the Cavs, man. I don't know what we got. I've seen these. I've seen most of this Knicks team in the playoffs before, and yes, like you said, this team is better than when they were against the Hawks. So, I, I truly, I'm going to go ahead and roll with the Knicks. All right, Knicks in seven. I'll Just say keep... I'll say Cavs in seven. I do hope this yeah. one distance because this is going to be some battles. I feel like there oh. we go. That's going to be – oh, I can't wait to watch. When's the first game of that series? That's going to be – let's see. 6.30. Oh, perfect. Night, Saturday night game, I believe. Oh, no, Friday night. Wait. wait. Yeah. For, no, Saturday. I'm dumb. Saturday night. I'm getting screened. Oh, my. You got to love those ESPN ads, right, folks? They go so quick. I can't stop them. But, yeah. All right. So, you ready to round this out with the tears? Oh, yeah. It's time. All right. We got seven minutes on this one. I sent a third meeting just in case we need it, which we probably will just for the ending, but we'll see. All right. Final From the first tiers, the year, boom, they're all right here in the Google slides. You see how they've changed throughout the year, even though there have been some consistent themes with where some teams have been, roughly speaking, on the tiers. 
here we go. The we'll do one more of these after the season, after the finals will be the next edition, headed into the off season, and then we won't do one for a while. So here we go. Are you ready, Chip? Yes, we are ready. I was playing background music while you were yeah, while you were introduce doing the intro. All right. The bottom tier. We don't have to spend much time on it. You know who's gonna be here. It's these these four. Mission accomplished is the final tier. They did what they you know what these teams from very early on in the season, it became very apparent um that these teams had a goal to uh they were not gonna be good. Their teams were bad due to various reasons, mostly that their rosters were bad. Most of these teams are just super young and rebuilding besides the Hornets. Um, but they're because of that, their rosters are barren and, and awful because they're in the rebuild stage. It's the Pistons, Hornets, Rockets, Spurs. Uh, Pistons, Rockets, Spurs, all three tied for the best Web and Yama odds. Charlotte's just behind them in fourth. Charlotte was the best of this bunch. Mission accomplished. They did what they wanted. All right. So yeah, no, no disagreements to you so far. Four. Here we go. Better late than never. All right. Now one of these, te- some of these teams, one of them had very different expectations than all the others at the end of the year. Better late than never because, well, that doesn't fit this group perfectly. It was as good a name as I could come up with because a couple of these teams, namely these three, Washington, Portland, Utah, were right in that playing mix kind of all year, and then right late in the year, kind of were just like, okay, what are we doing here? Went to the tank. We were talking about Portland and their tanking earlier. Utah fought all year, and then these last couple weeks just kind of fell off a cliff uh, and dropped out of it. So they'll all be picking in the top 10. Orlando and Indiana have been in this roughly this kind of tier area, second to third tier all year long. Um, They're better than these bottom four, and they have more promising young rosters, but still not good. Uh, And then the Mavs joined this group because they tanked their final two games. They're not in the play-in. Um, these are all the eliminated teams, as you can see. They're by far the best in this bunch because they have Luka Doncic, although some of these other teams maybe have more promising overall rosters, but they have Luka Doncic. And a lot of questions for some of these teams going forward. Not so much those first two but uh, and the Jazz, but Portland, Washington, Dallas going to have to have some real tough conversations in the offseason about where things are headed and what they need to do to their, their teams. Probably Washington won't, actually, because they just love being in this space. But you know where they're, yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I know no disagreements just because I just like the idea of just getting all the eliminated teams out the way. These are all the guys that are, got their draft odds. And, you know, like I said, it is a fall from grace when we talk about the Mavs. Yeah. They were, they were never, I was never like crazy high on them. The highest they were was the first tiers, they were in the second tier. And then the rest of the way, they were kind of in the middle. They working their way down. Luca, but now, yeah, all the way down. Brutal finish. <laughs> oh, okay. So better late than never. There you go. So now we get into the teams that are left. We got about 330 on this meeting. Congrats, I guess, is the tier name. And to be fair, one of these teams, this is a sincere congratulations. To all these others, it is not. So these are the rest of these are your playing teams, except for two. Chicago, Atlanta, Toronto in the East, New Orleans, Minnesota, OKC in the West. OKC, this is sincere congrats. I thought they were going to be tanking. They have such a promising young core and still a billion draft picks. Their team is just ahead of schedule because of how good SGA has become, how good Jalen Williams was, Giddy, what you've seen from him. So there's nothing but positives there. Congrats to them sincerely for making it this far. 
The rest of these guys, it's not so sunshiny and rainbows. Your Wolves, this is the lowest they've been, I would say. I've had them usually, I've generally for most of the year thought they were slightly above these other teams down here. Well, New Orleans is a different story, but then these Eastern teams. But yeah, man, it's rough. The Gobert thing doesn't make sense. You got Jalen, Jaden Daniels breaking his hand. It's a tough spot. We talked about them where they're at. So I don't know where they go from here. It's a lot of questions. New Orleans, if they had just had Zion, would be a team that everyone would be saying could win the West. They looked the first couple months like they could. I mean, they were in, what, the second tier at one point. <laughs> but who knows what's ever going to happen with Zion, which stinks because this is a great team around him if you have a Zion. Without him, it's this is what they are. They're just like last year, eight seed playing team, get out in the first round. Have some nice pieces. Ingram's awesome. McCollum is still really good, but don't know about them. I don't feel like I even have to explain myself with the Raptors and Bulls. We've talked so much about them <laughs> through these tiers. And Atlanta, like, you know, made this DeJounte Murray trade just to end up in the exact same place that you were at last year. Like, what are you doing? You should be above these teams. Um, with where you thought you were going into the season. Um, so this is – none of these teams are getting out of the first round even if they come out of the play. So that's – it is what it is. Congrats, I guess. You're muted. You're muted. <laughs> there should be a separate category for the Wolves and the Hawks, and it should be called um... – you should be disappointed <laughs> and, and because like simply, that. or you should be higher. Like, like literally like you should be higher or, or slash you should, you should be disappointed because those two teams had way higher expectations to go up into the season. It stinks. You know, like I don't have any disagreement with this row because it stinks and they all have these big off season looming questions. You know, like I think all of them have big off seasons coming for them, whether it's positive with the thunder and pretty negative for the rest of these guys. <laughs> so, yeah. It's a tough spot. Oh, all right. So I'm glad you've no major complaints with that. Thank you for listening to the CJJC Show. Whenever you want more biased takes, go on over to our social media pages, Spotify, or wherever you can probably find a podcast, if we have it up. And if we do, thank you for following us on social media. And then besides that, have a good one, y'all.